Hey guys, this is Connor. Just wanted to uh, check in before this week's episode begins and wish a happy birthday to our guest that was on with us, Mr. Eric Colley. Thank yes. you for coming on and a very happy birthday to you today. Happy birthday, my friend. We're glad that you could come on. We hope you have a wonderful birthday with your family. Goodbye. I was going to say it's like crack, but I don't know anything about crack. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, can't really relate, but. You know, I, you got to get your fix, right? So when you're in high school and you don't have a lot of money or you're in early university, you're yeah, you can't just tuition. buy a you full can't just computer. buy a computer every time you want to build one. You know, you can only take yours apart and put it together so you many just times with water people. cooling and all that crap. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. Matthew, another episode, another day, another day, another episode. And another Friday for and us. And another anyways. guest. And another guest indeed. Hello. Introduce yourself. Hello. My name is Eric. I'm uh, I'm here to, to hang out with the guys and, and talk about whatever they want to talk about tonight. Yes. Well, the main topic will be you, sir. Me? You, you'll be the main topic. So, a little sneak peek for everyone, but Eric will be featured in a couple episodes in the future. He'll be participating with matt and i and uh tim who we've had on a couple before. times now and uh potentially there'll be some dice rolling and some role playing could happen Sounds like fun. who's 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 to say who's to say what will actually happen but um eric so uh this is big first question we usually have for guests is who are you How, what what are you into what what type of nerdisms as matt would say the nerdum are are in your repertoire hmm Let's see. So, who am I? Well, I'm Eric. Um, gee, I've been here. Well, I've been I've I've been friends here with with Connor for the better part of what ten years now. I oh think. God, ten years. And um, yep. Yeah, and in in terms of like nerd, uh, I would say I probably got into like um, computer hardware nerd type stuff at, at a younger age, um, and and kind of started there. And uh, shifted into like software development, and and that's kind of where I landed for most of my my nerd level, and that's nice. what I ended up taking in in university. Um, it's in in terms of like, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what do you call like <laughs> like a fandom? Yeah, yeah. In terms of like fandom and stuff, like at an early age, I probably would have gotten into like Harry Potter, uh, of and Lord of the Rings. Those were probably the classics never really got into like star wars or star trek actually uh, matt's girlfriend has never read harry potter yeah yeah that's i know i know, <laughs> I know. you don't have to say it. it's one it's of okay. those things that just feels kind of weird to say out loud someone hasn't there's, read there's harry potter there's gonna be a whole generation of people who probably will think harry potter is like for old but they'll people make their people gotta no, make because their kids do it right you gotta no, make them do it because there's people nowadays that call like emma watson she's not hermione anymore she's Belle. Oh, I've met kids like Disney that. Movies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's a whole new generation. So, what are parents making their kids watch? Like, what is that like movie that generation that people are watching that are like growing up with? Is there anything even coming out? Not that I can think of outside of if your parents don't like superheroes, there's really nothing. Yeah, I guess superheroes. Yeah, that's a big one. Frozen's pretty big. Frozen, yeah. Moana. Yeah, yeah. but those are just Disney films, right? Like, yeah, but those are like the always... the ones that have the biggest followings right now. Right, but I mean, like growing up, like it would have been like Lion King um little mermaid stuff like that for like me when i was growing up you know yeah so but it's just watch, the next generation i feel like kids always watch disney movies but harry potter just had, was something i guess unique but it was big 
when we were growing up. That's a thing, oh, right? yeah, like the movies were coming yeah. out. So, I so guess nowadays that's kind of it would be the superhero. But there's a lot of Harry Potter fans in our age area yeah. that are, I'm sure are waiting, just waiting for their kid to be old enough to understand Harry Potter and being like, we're watching it now. Because I remember watching the second Harry Potter film. And I remember, like, I think it was, a, I want to say it was a school trip when they used to do school trips where you go to the movies. And I remember my mom was with me and I remember being scared to hell of the, the basilisk. The basilisk yeah. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, like nightmare fuel. <laughs> yeah, I remember that too. Um, I, I'm pretty sure we were like, the same age as Harry growing up, like through the films as they came out. Oh, yeah, we might or very been, close. As, yeah, it might you have know, been like a year off. They probably but. had time. I think the movies started coming out not exactly. Yeah, yeah not exactly yeah. every year, but close. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I guess that's true. You grow up with the character, which probably helps a lot of people's attachment to him as well. But yeah. uh, actually, you mentioned Lord of the Rings, which is funny that you say that because both Matt and I are actually not into Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. So I was kind of okay. curious how how you got into Lord of the Rings. Did you start by reading like the series or did you see <laughs> the movies? Yeah. So for the books, I've tried. I've tried more than once. And I'm on my an another attempt here at reading them. I have it on my Kindle and it's been sitting on my... Um, the Hobbit or like the start of Lord of the Rings? I've read The Hobbit. Okay. But I'm, on the, I'm, I'm like, I don't know quarter of the way through actual first book of lord of the rings it, it is on my bucket list i'm going to get through it especially now that the rings of power is out that's a very um, dirty bucket list, a very bucket dirty list bucket is list. i'm gonna read lord of the rings that's right <laughs> it's a chore it's it, so it, dry it, he, he says that but uh, eric loves the extended editions of the, the extended movies. editions of that's the movies different the only way to watch it's, them. it's just funny that he's saying how he's having a hard time reading them is that because of time uh or, time is a, is a big part i mean like uh, in my life right now, like there isn't just a lot of time to really dedicate to, to multiple things. So you kind of chop off what's least important to you and, and kind of go with it until you do. So it goes like family, League of Legends. Yeah, exactly. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> work somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And work. Yeah. yeah Make work. a living. <laughs> that, that's where I usually get the, a lot of my me time is when I'm working. So that's where I can kind of get my, oh, my yeah, podcasts so, uh, on. Of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe I should try an audible version of uh, Lord of the Rings. I, I actually do have them too. I think I have audible versions of the Lord of the Rings too. I feel like that'd be probably the easiest way yeah. to digest it, I think, would be audible. Well, I remember because audible gives like the free token. One book a month. Yeah, like free book a month. And I remember I was like, oh, I'll have an audible membership and I'll listen to, I think I was listening to Game of Thrones, like the Song of Ice and Fire. And then as I was getting the tokens, I was like, I'm going to use these on Lord of the Rings because <laughs> that's just like a book Maximum series that- value. Well, like True. that you could always go back to, right? So I was like, okay, this seems like a, a smarter choice to go. To. I think I have all of Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's nice. I think it also depends who the the voice is, I guess too. Yeah, that's yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Some of the Audible stuff has gotten very. It's almost like, it's almost like you're watching TV with just your brain because of like the voice acting. Yeah, oh, sometimes wow. it's really well, sometimes not so much. Because I think it's like James McAvoy, for example, does the audio recording for I think. One of the Neil Gaiman ones, either The Sandman or Good right. Omens. And from what I've heard of it, it fits perfectly. Well, Star Wars has Star Wars music. It has like the sound effects that yep. people recognize with the films. But anyways, go on. You were talking oh, about yeah. the books. So, <laughs> oh, aside from the books, I, I remember the first time when I watched the movies um, and the first spread over a few, few different weekends. I, I can't remember the exact scenario that happened, but I grew up in a you know pretty strict household where Lord of the Rings would not be a... a sanctioned movie satanic cult yeah so that, that would be <laughs> As Tim would why say. do we gotta keep bringing this up 
<laughs> that that would be uh, uh, probably anyway not one of the recommended uh, movies to to watch in my household. Not very Christian. I remember, I, I, like I said, I, I can't remember the exact specific scenario that came up, but it was just me and my dad home for I think it was like an entire weekend, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Eric, we're watching Lord of the Rings." And I was like, "Yeah, let's go." And I remember being like a kid, and like I was probably like nine or ten years old when i watched them the very first time and i remember just like running upstairs like bedtime and i'd be like pretending i was like fighting orcs and shit yep. like just so badass to me that's um, fair so so maybe that has a part of it because you know it's like a, a good bonding moment and that's probably what cemented it as something that i liked you know had we watched yeah there's like a something Star attached Wars. to it more than just yeah. the, the series yeah yeah so uh from there you know I, i've definitely watched them probably five plus times in total um extended editions are the definite way to go if you're gonna watch them now um multi-night event yeah literally though I, i'm stoked rings of power has been like just perfect for me it's so like a far. perfect scratching that itch for you yeah yeah it's it's great I, I so can... you're planning another watch then yeah of all the hobbits oh yeah i do I, you okay I, I need to ask this the hobbit does question. the hobbit need to be three films uh absolutely not but thank you <laughs> i sent uh i sent natalie my my wife a, a meme uh today about uh, uh it was a lord of the rings meme because that's where i find a lot of my memes on, on reddit um in literally the reddit that's our subreddit lord of the rings, lord of the rings subreddit yeah. yeah um so i i said to her uh can't wait for our hobbit and lord of the rings extended edition marathons oh dear she said i had to read the books first so <laughs> oh <laughs> Oof. She knows. So now Eric's rushing through the books. He has yeah, uh, the so Audible so on two speed. So that's why I got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, funny you mentioned that. I finished them last night. Hey, any minute she watches of Rings of Power is considered a win, and she is enjoying it um, for for what it's worth. I mean, well, it seems like you know I, I've I've known Natalie for approximately what nine years. <laughs> yeah, probably. And uh, she's definitely you know open to trying things i mean she played the witcher 3 yeah she played it beat it she's um she played through um breath of the wild for zelda too and, and she beat it past uh well she beat the whole game but she's got you guys do god of war me. uh she watched me play god of war that's okay. when we had uh we had lily at that time lily was a really young uh, okay uh, baby there but she would just sit beside me when lily was like sleeping and I'd there's play a new god of war the... coming out in november Ooh, baby new god of war all right, so Lord of the Rings. Okay, that's interesting. And you're not a Star Wars fan. Uh, I haven't watched Star Wars. Okay. You, you haven't watched uh, any of them? I watched um, the one with, oh, Ky- be with Kylo Ren. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, The Force Awakens. Yeah, okay. It was like semi, like 2017 maybe in So the you've theater. basically yep. watched four and six. That's what? kind of a joke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, they try to story a big planet-like thing. Well, I guess it's more like... a clone of four yeah it's basically the repetition of four they tell almost the same story ish gotcha not very creative so those, can, star wars, can, those disney star wars folks ridiculous can save myself a few hours then. exactly yeah exactly so now now. you only have what just nine seven to watch. films now to watch no i, fi- I figured you probably just watch like the third i mean if you've already watched the set I mean, hot take just watch the just watch the one two three the prequel trilogy so, that's so, the so best this is what kills me about about um star wars when it comes to watching this every time i have this conversation it happens over the years that i haven't seen star wars you'll i'll get like a hot debate happening in the in the 
in the group, group. whoever's yeah. whoever's with me about the order i need to watch them. you've never seen them you need to watch them in the, this the original order the release random, order yeah. no no i know no this random name you got to go sixth and then what yeah. <laughs> no because there's people that's like you have to watch four five one two three exactly. six seven eight nine if you want to include seven eight nine or there's other people that'll be like you need to watch uh four five until the climax part you then you need to go back watch one two Finish up five. Go back, watch three, then come back, oh, watch six. I didn't six. know it was such a complex whole. Yeah. If you Google this, there's like a good like twelve different ways to yeah. watch. And the then Star it's just Wars a films. debate about like which one's the, the virgin best one? Star Wars watcher needs to have this the best possible. One of us. One I of guess us. I should just be having my dad introduce it as these are the first ones he watched, and then we watched the mess that came out after that. Good call. Yeah. And then obviously, I guess you know, having three three boys that you know. The one thing about Star Wars I will say is if you're a kid and you watch them, things shooting, things with laser beam swords, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kids kind of get sold on that stuff, especially mm-hmm. the boys. It's pretty easy. So I'm sure he was pretty excited that he had a excuse like, oh, we got to bring the kids to the movies. New Star Wars came out because my mom right. does not like Star Wars oh. at all. <laughs> yeah, your poor mom. Three boys. <laughs> she likes Star Trek and we've, like Star never, Trek? and we've never watched oh, any Star gosh. Trek. My dad likes Star Trek too. You know, she never it. got to watch chick flicks and the one like nerdy thing that she liked we didn't like <laughs> feels bad yeah that's pretty rough i think we watched one of like the i think we watched the first newest uh yeah with chris pine yeah like that one and then we never watched any of the other ones your mom's a saint yeah she does what she can yeah <laughs> yeah no star wars uh we did watch things she liked she liked indiana jones we all liked indiana i think i was indiana jones for once when i was a kid uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. She's also a big yeah, fan yeah, of, yeah, yeah. which I was also Captain Jack good, Sparrow once movies, for yeah. for Halloween as well. All costumes that we made. Oh, we wow. didn't just like buy like some pre-made costume. We'd go to like Valley Village, Village and stuff and like build the costume. That's out. way to do it. I remember Captain Jack Sparrow. We like found like a fluffy like under white like a white collared shirt that was like fluffed up in the front, and uh, we found a hat that we ended up stapling to be like more of like the triangle style shape. Indiana Jones. We like got this weird whip that you weren't allowed weapons at elementary school. So we like, we had it zip tied together. So it was in the perfect loop. Smart. Stuff like that. It's pretty cool. That's how you got to do it. You know, you got to put some effort and some. Well, I think it's more fun for the kids too. Instead of just buying a, this is your pirate, your Captain Jack Sparrow now. It's like, yeah. oh, let's go and find yeah, some, make it into like some an shirts. Or yeah, something, you know? right? yeah. It's fun. It's fun. You have a kid, so you'll, you'll experience all the fun of Halloween. Yeah. Last year, it, can you guess what uh, Lily went uh, for Halloween as? You, you probably won't because it's not like one of the... Oh, it's not a basic Disney princess? No, I don't know if you even remember. Do you remember? Oh, uh, no. See, I feel obligated just to say a Hobbit because you're such a big Lord of the Rings fan. But Oh, Eric would love that. I know. <laughs> oh, actually, no. Last year was pretty basic. I'm pretty sure last year she was... Elsa. Be- oh, no. I think she was Belle last okay. year. The year before that, she went as Christmas tree. Oh, oh. yes. I remember nice. that. Nice. Yeah. Sounds cute. Yeah, yeah. So we were just like, what do you want to be for, for Halloween? And I, I think she must have just saw a picture of a Christmas tree. And she was really obsessed with Christmas trees for a while because she was like one and a half. And she was like, Christmas tree. And we're like, all right, let's do it. That's different. And then Natalie went, bought the stuff and sewed it together and, you know, strung some lights on it with a... Uh... And then they had an early Christmas. <laughs> oh, it was great. Everyone loved it when we were going door to door. Christmas tree, so cute. Do you have an idea for what she's being this year? Um, she wants to be, well, she, she has a few different ideas, but she really likes the Trolls movies and she okay. wants to be Princess Poppy. I don't know if you guys. Yeah. 
Poppy's the main troll. Okay. Yeah. I've seen clips from the Trolls movie, but yeah. She's in the voice actors, Anna and Anna Kendrick. Kendrick. Pinch Perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twilight. Also Twilight, yeah, <laughs> as the super supporting character. I think she tried to be the main character. I think she, I think yeah. She, she just she didn't get it. For the role. Yeah. Probably would have been better. True. Who's to say? So much hate. Who's to say? Anyway, so you're actually the first, on top of being the, well, I'm sure Tim's a huge Lord of the Rings fan, but we never talked about it. Yeah, we didn't mention that to him. Lord of the Rings is just like basically D&D. Like, like it, no, no, for sure. D&D basically came from Lord, like yeah, Tolkien yeah. And, and all from that From that, uh, well, it's like the reason halflings are called halflings is because of copyright issues, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to be called hobbits and, and uh, tree ants. So, yeah. That, I mean, he basically created a whole... Are, I mean, craziness of what is D&D now. I mean, mm-hmm. and in the past, obviously, it was huge. Yeah. Satanic cult and all that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you're also the first huge computer nerd we've had on. Mm, yeah. And not computer nerd as in, like, some computer game. Well, obviously, you play computer games. But, I mean, like, yeah. computer hardware. Like, I want to build computers. Like, computer put up games. put up glasses. I want to build a computer. I have many hours logged in World of Warcraft from my uh, high school days. But you don't play it actively now. No, no, it's been a long time. I tried to get you guys to play it w- once or, or I think twice, I've, a couple times. I think but. I've tried three times. I remember playing it once at your house, mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm. on your account. And then I believe I've tried to start a new account once from scratch. And then one time I paid for like the level boost. The level boost. Yeah, that was yeah, a horrible yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. <sighs> that's not, I feel like that's Damn. not a good way for someone new to the game to play it. I feel like it's just too much information at once, like overload. Yeah, and then they rebooted with World of Warcraft Classic, but now I think it's it's you know it's advanced. I, I'm pretty sure they're probably past the first expansion or second expansion yeah. pack, and it's it's a it's a good way for them to to milk the franchise as, <laughs> as much as they can. But at what point? I, I don't know. Like, do you need a, a World of Warcraft two, two? Like, just start. How? Because well, there's the two different versions. Because they keep making expansions for the newer one, and then you could do the classic one. I played earlier this year. Oh, like you played I'm, World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah I played for like year. a good like two months earlier this year. What the heck did why. you play it on? A Mac? Yeah, my little Mac laptop. Mac, Mac, World of Warcraft has always been like supported really well by Mac. Really? That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah, it's one of like the one of the OG Mac games. It's that also I can clearly able to be played on anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there's like they they keep coming with expansions and they just keep making the world bigger. And then if you don't want to do that, you can just play the classic version essentially. I feel like a lot of people just switch to a different uh, MMO. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. At one point, obviously, they were like the biggest. Of course, game yeah. In, in at the time, I don't know if they still are or what their subscription numbers look like now. But oh man, it, I had so many hours like just sunk into that. And so you were part of a, I assume, like a big guild or something. Yeah, I, I actually always really enjoyed like the the PvP aspect of it. Better, okay, better than so th- there was like the when I played there was something called like the arenas. You could do like yeah, I've heard of the WoW arenas. Uh, I think four v fours. Um, another because there was competitive WoW. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, I have one of the North American League casters is a WoW player. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Was a WoW player. I'm pretty sure he has like an NPC in WoW named oh, wow. after him, That's Azale. I can't remember. I don't know where exactly he is in WoW, like his NPC, but place. but he won like the world championship for WoW, WoW Arena. He was like a, I don't know what type of player, mage player or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I played mage for, I mean, that was my main character was a mage and maybe he's a warlock. Is a warlock a character? Warlock's a character. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, for, for, I mean, I got, I remember playing before they even had like dual specking, which is where you could like kind of switch between like some okay. classes. Um, so I rocked like a frost mage. So you were for, back when it took more skill. 
Yeah, it was definitely yeah. harder. <laughs> Pretty um, much, you know, they have it easy now. All them kids. Well, there's just so much information now in the game. I don't, I'm not really necessarily I've, sure. It's I have easy. seen people on stream play, um, like through raids. Yeah, they raids were insane. Wild. They raids look so wild. insane. I can't I actually, imagine. Uh, Lily came into my uh, office the other day and she was looking for something and she she gets she's really grabsy and handsy and she just starts grabbing stuff so I kind of have to just find something quick just hand it to her and be like play with this because this is sanctioned and <laughs> I have a lot this grabbing, is fine to grab so, yeah yeah exactly like she she loves dice so perfect yeah I know right get started young um, like Liam O'Brien you can run like a little kid campaign I ended up grabbing her off my shelf the uh, World of Warcraft chess box that I had, which oh. came with the original game and then the first expansion pack. And then inside there, I like a foot through memory lane because it comes with the play guides. Oh, where yeah, yeah, it walks play guides, through, nice. Like where in the world certain dungeons are and like Dang. just like shit like that, like that you don't have like, anymore a need for anymore because there's just like YouTube, YouTube and wikis and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it that, reminds me of Pokemon. Same yeah. thing, Pokemon, you would pick up Pokemon. And, like, I remember me and my brothers would, like, grab the guidebook that would have, like, the Pokedex in it and then all the move sets that the Pokemon could learn and what levels they learned That's it. That's me right now because I'm playing through Omega Ruby and I have the physical playbook. And I, for some reason, like, I refuse to look it up online. There's just like, There's a weird nostalgic, nostalgic about, yeah. Yeah, about looking through the you're book. You're playing on your DS it. and you're like, okay, I'm just going to flip a couple pages, figure out which route I got to go back to. Like, it's just yeah, adds through, to like, the, the feel. Caves. I think Pokemon was the first game I ever played as a kid. I remember we got, me and my sister both got Game Boy Advance, or Game Boy Colors, not Advance. And um, I got Pokemon Gold, and she got Silver. silver. Nice. And I had the uh, purple. Oh, the see-through. Yeah, yeah. We had the Game Boy Advance see-through ones that were like that purple see-through style. Uh, We also had a, a PlayStation 1 when I was like, really young i think that was more from like my sister she's like four years older than me but that, that came out in like what 1999 or something 2000 yeah we uh <laughs> we talked about this with dan but the first console uh i had was uh n64 and we didn't have a playstation like playstation was the first thing we had that was outside nintendo okay and it was the playstation 3 it was like 2008 i think somewhere around there <laughs> so we were on nintendo products from like N64, so like good products. Oh, fantastic! But like, so like late '90s area, all the way till now, or until 2008 was Nintendo. So it was like Nintendo, like Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Advance SP, and a DS. Mm -hmm. We, you know, which they're all great. They're all super fun. Have loads of great, especially like, you know, three three boys. Like, their Nintendo's a great console to have as like a play together even if they're still fighting over everything but you know yeah, some things you can't can't control that's just exactly. that's just nature <laughs> three boys three boys fighting for first player definitely don't want to watch star trek definitely don't want to watch star trek beat me up scotty um but so computer hardware yeah. how'd you get into building computers well so my dad uh, owned a computer repair shop, and, and I spent many a summers uh, counting screws, sorting screws, cleaning up uh, garbage and recycling. Uh, and that kind of is where I, I learned how to, I don't know, learned how to is, is probably a little bit of a stretch, but just by osmosis and just like watching everything, right? And I was really interested in what they were working on and doing. And right. um, one time I, I just grabbed like a, a bunch of like, uh, like a case that had like a motherboard in it or whatever and i just like found like a random like gpu shoved in like a box and nice. shoved it in there and i'm like can this play yeah, this is hardcore lego yeah yeah my dad was like oh, 
you're not <laughs> you're not bothering customers. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> you're out of the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's an expensive hobby. Yeah, especially you know nowadays. M- many of my uh, many of my first paychecks when I uh, worked at McDonald's in high school went to buying the next computer part that I wanted. So I, I initially started my my journey by buying a pre built Dell. Yes, I we, remember the pre built Dell. Yeah, we we paid. Um, I got my mom to pay monthly for it. Mm-hmm. And I paid her back uh, whenever that came. And I can't remember. I think it was, it was like 40, 40 something dollars a month. So uh, there was that. And then from there, I was just like, all right, I want to upgrade this. And I bought like a, a new case and then I bought a new I remember all the new cases. I like, was uh, <laughs> handed a computer so much that I like became friends with the sales guy. Yeah, I remember I remember the sales guy you're friends with. I also remember you Shout were like one Will. of the... The only people they've ever seen that had points to use. Yes. Y- were you there? When I was I, with you when yeah. you went to get speakers. So, <laughs> so I went and they're there. like, oh, what do you mean points? How do we access this? It was the first person in that store, that branch, that used points to purchase something. <laughs> so they're like, we don't know how to do this. Yeah, it was it was back before. Now, and I think nowadays the points are just something silly like you get x amount of something per every hundred dollars you buy and then you can redeem it a more classic system yeah yeah but before it used to be like tiers right so it's like if you get like 500 points you can buy some speakers if you get to this one you can get a mouse or yeah so i I went and got speakers and i'm like yeah i have points and they're like what (laughs) so i think they had to like call head office yeah they were confused they were really confused how to run it through um so yeah yeah i mean definitely started watching like Linus Tech Tips and other other YouTubers um, back in the day for hardware uh, hardware side of things. So I got really interested in like uh, benchmarking and like just like how fast can you can you make a computer go and like just crazy things like SLI or or actually Crossfire was what I had done more uh, more commonly. But um, yeah, really just I don't know why, but just like adult Lego, I guess and and. Just, just what I just uh, like it. Yeah, it's just what I. And then up. he f- made all of his friends get computers. Yeah, it's true. I remember he converted all of his. Fr- if you were a close friend, to Eric, you were no longer a console gamer. We're no longer. Hey, I mean, like, what's better now? Oh, not for sure. It's computer. You can't but play League of Legends on a PlayStation Three. It might be good though. That might be a good thing. <laughs> but yeah, Eric. Eric has built many of his friends' computers, and I mean, just in the in the time I've known him, he's built some of my family members computers he's built yeah, some friends yeah. of mine's computers yeah i've definitely built a handful over the years i mean it's, it's like um i was gonna say it's like crack but i don't know anything about cracks <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like can't really relate but you know I, you got to get your fix right so when you're in high school and you don't have a lot of money or you're in early university you're yeah, you can't just tuition, buy a you can't just computer. buy a computer every time you want to build one you know you can only take yours apart and put it together so you many just times convince with other water people. cooling and all that crap smart um, so yeah, you just convince all the people close to you and you say, hey, you should build a new computer. Or you should I'll build a computer for, for the first time. Don't buy a Mac, Kurt. Uh, that, yeah, that was true a story. Thing. We'll build you a computer and we'll Hackintosh Windows, uh, Mac onto it. And um, and he yeah, did. We did. He did. He fil- Eric fulfilled his promise. I did fulfill my promise. We did got- that person ever use? <laughs> How he, often did he, he I don't use think he the Mac OS that was on ever. it? It was such a pain to get it set up to. It's just basically not supported and, and we got in trouble for staying up so late that night like we, we it was like 6 a.m and his dad comes out of uh his bed like wakes up in the morning goes like are you guys still up like what are you doing go to freaking bed yeah there's some interesting building stories one time we built a one of my friend's computer and eric may have been slightly intoxicated yeah, <laughs> while yeah, building yeah, the computer 
That's when you've built enough computers, you're, you're just autopilot. You don't need, it doesn't even matter, you know? And it was, you know, it wasn't, uh, it was uh, vodka. So, you know, it was probably not the worst thing that wasn't mixed with anything. It's not crack, you know? Well, I just mean in terms of computer safety, you know, it was alcohol. Yeah, it's not crack. Yeah, it could be worse, could be worse. Yeah, hardware. Always always had a special place. And now you play, so you play computer games. What yeah. are What are some of your favorites uh, that you play? Well, I mean, you said you played WoW. But yeah, I played WoW. What, uh, what kind of games have you been playing the past few years? Like what kind of genres are you into? Or obviously you said you have only limited time. So what's kind of yeah, taking yeah. up that time? A lot of League of Legends these days and not even for a good reason. I don't even really necessarily think I feel like accomplished of anything when I play that game. But it's just so nice to just pick up something that could be done and over with in 20 minutes. Um, previous to that, I, I played probably more Overwatch than anyone really needs to. Um, yeah. I remember, I think I... I introduced Overwatch to you guys. We all played it together. We all played a good... I think we I played just, all a good amount together. We it's did just play a good amount Everyone together. else just kind of fell off, and that was just kind of your I game. Similar going. thing, though, to Lee, right? Like, yeah. Overwatch games weren't long. No, yeah, no. And, and it's funny, because at the time when you were trying to... I, I think I was playing WoW when you were when you were getting into League of Legends, and um, I was just like, I don't, I don't understand why you'd want to throw out all your hard work. You oh, right, like leveling, leveling up, because you're like, like why in would you gear, do that yeah. in gear? Like, like, this is personal to me. Like, I've, I've, I've grinded, grinded, I've done raids, hours I've done this. and hours, and I've searched out this specific staff with this specific attribute that rolled on it, that this max roll, right? Like, this is mine. That's how I felt um, when our friend Troy, when we played Diablo with Diablo, him. Diablo, yeah. And he was like, oh, we should try playing The Seasons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's that? And he's like, well, it's like a limited time, couple months or whatever, and then it starts over. And I was like, what do you mean starts over? <laughs> like you yeah. lose everything? He's like, to this. he's like, yeah, like you just start from scratch. And I was like, that sounds awful. Why would you ever want to do that? But then obviously once you play mm-hmm. said games, but I don't totally get it from the WoW perspective too, because it's almost, it's similar, but it's different, right? Like in Diablo, it's like you're grinding infinitely for nothing. Honestly, that's what it feels like because it's like just quest I, I of like, bigger numbers. Yeah, now in Diablo, it's like you grind. You might play for a couple days and it's fun. Mm-hmm. If I go back to it, and then it just like I'm just like no longer. <laughs> it just like hits a ceiling real quick for me. Like I admire those the people that can play Diablo and just are like, oh, I got that one extra dex or that one extra intelligence now, or like you know I was able to level up yeah. my gem, and I'm just like, oh. The super, super hardcore grindy like that, it's just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Yeah. And lately, uh, other than that, I mean, uh, my wife and I have been playing like some different couch games. uh, um, We played a lot of Minecraft Dungeons. We played uh, It Takes Two. It's a really, really good game. Great game. We also played the um, same same organization of It Takes Two, but it's the uh, Jailbreak one. I forget exactly what it's called. Oh, there's a different, uh, yeah, similar style. Similar style. Have you ever Same. played the Unravel? I think that's also Unraveled. Yeah, we started Unraveled. Um, we played it for probably I don't know four hours of, of playtime, and, and we kind of just they remind me of the OG. I don't remember what it's called. The you remember the bean the bean sack boy or whatever he was from Sony, Little Big Planet. Yeah, I've, yeah. They yeah. reminds me a lot of that those those style games. A way out. That's um that's the other oh, game. I was oh, starting okay. to Google like what is it called and then it just popped right into my head. Yeah, a way out. So that came out before it takes two. Um also a solid game. Like it's it's just a good co uh co op couch game that you can play with someone. 
yeah the thing i think because i i haven't beaten it yet but i've played it takes two through the first couple arcs of the story and i think they the reason it's so much has that like peak popularity and i think it won game of the year the year it came out yeah i think you're right is uh it really um flirts with that line of like that keeps the person who's played games interested, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. also avoids being so complex that it's not a hard learning curve for the person that doesn't. Yeah. So you can easily play it with a partner that maybe isn't as into video games. Totally. Yeah. It, it um, I mean, at first it was like the slightest learning curve for, for Natalie and then she kind of got used to and remembering uh, what a controller was again. And <laughs> uh, it had been some time since she played uh, through Witcher. Um, but yeah, no, and then, then you know, we were both just like flying through the, the levels and, and it was it was fun. It, it's a really good game. Um Yeah, and I mean like it takes two, like same same kind of concept. Like yeah. it, it's it's more like shooter style, if I remember correctly. There was a lot of mini games that had a lot more The mini games were great in Yeah, in, there's like the mini games that you can just play for fun. I remember one of them's like um like uh what's it called the mole game or whatever like whack-a-mole, whack-a-mole but you play it and you yeah, like yeah, you yeah, get yeah, points yeah. if your character can stay up long enough before getting hit um they had a they had a baseball one in uh, a way out where you would um try to time someone throwing a baseball and oh, see who can cool. get the farther home run and just like some random i mean and park. it just makes the games more fun it's kind of like having a little mario party mini game yeah within your yeah story style game that's cool and then league of legends i feel like yeah, yeah that's yeah. just kind of something you i feel like it's common that people don't like it off the first go i remember when i first played league of legends it was like pretty early on like maybe season two of league and i hated it but that was also like one of the first computer games i played and like so i'm used to playing with a controller like a first person shooter or something or or nhl that's like NHL, oh my god! I would yeah, play I so much. NHL. I played lots and lots of like too much there, NHL. Yeah, there was one year that I, I just really went. I, I was living away from home and I was uh, up uh, living with my friend because I was on a co-op term in, in uh, sometime during university, like second year, and uh, I, I just played NHL like any time I got home from work, just till bedtime. You were playing much. through a beer pro, right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Well, I've done a ton of. Beer. I just remember you were like at like some ridiculous year in, in like in a, <laughs> it was either a GM or it was so a beer pro. I've done you were just so like, many ridiculous years. You're like guys, years. there aren't even any recognizable names in my no, game yeah, anymore. No, yeah, I've done that more than once where I've passed like just like I'm normal. Like, I don't even names. know who's in this game anymore. It's like me, and then I think there's some Ovechkin, Ovechkin ripoff. Still in there. He's a ripoff of Sidney Crosby. He has the same stats, but his yeah. name is like Schmuck. Yeah, yeah. but the, the the year I'm thinking of specifically is when I played uh, Hut the mm. most i've ever played hut and i think i got to like division four or whatever but i poured so much damn money into that game and then every time i did it i felt like crap every time and uh um, then he'd get a good pull from the pack and he'd be like it was worth it and, and then at that point uh, i realized I, I can't buy the new nhl game every year anymore because like this is this is just too much for me to handle it's like our one friend with so Ava. addictive yeah yeah it's just too much for me ea's evil um so I'm, I'm happy to say that I've, I've that was the last year. I, I did it for a whole year. And you were addicted spent, that hard. I could have bought the game like many times, ten times over, or many other games, <laughs> or many other games, or a bunch um, of League of Legends stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I, I might know someone who has a, a lot of League of Legends content. That's uh, fair. Maybe every skin in the game. I don't That's know. That's possible. Um, but uh, yeah. The there's a lot of skins in the game. There's a lot of skins in that game. I tried to get into it once upon a time, but never did. 
That's because well, I, I had a super cheap computer at the time too. I mean, I still also do, but like un- probably saved yourself a lot. It's, it is a learning <laughs> curve if you haven't played computer games though. Like it, it's different too, though. Into. Like it, it's it's not. Like, I don't know. The other cons- than the thing MOBA. The, the thing is like the concept is easy. The goal is to take out these turrets, kill the enemy to get further, per- keep pro- until you kill the nexus. Mm-hmm. The concept is it's easy. Like tower defense, right? But it's but. like the micro involved is and the other. The thing that I, it's kind of like when we talk about catching up in one piece, mm-hmm. think of it like this. So if you're telling someone to watch a thousand and fifty nine episodes of a show and they're like, if you tell anyone like that, that they're going to be like, yeah, that's a lot. That's a I'm lot. not going to do that. Confirmed. League of Legends is like similar, but with characters, because in order to be decent at League, you have to mm-hmm. understand what everyone does. And every week, <laughs> not every week, but they come out with like new characters months. and they might there's patch notes that change a lot of damage numbers and stuff. And then like where we've experienced what there's been complete changes of like the yeah. carries of the marksman item changes, rune changes. And it's like, once you know something and then they just go and change the whole thing. And it's like, yeah, we've been playing for like six years, I think. Yeah. Like hardcore. Well, hardcore playing is one kind of a loose term, but in terms of like, we've been actively playing it, whether, you know, sometimes there's breaks, but yeah, but yeah, and like just every time I think I'm like done. doing all right and decent at the game oh, though, yeah. and then then we have this other person that we can play with sometimes, and he's actually good, yeah, like top like top one percent good, and it's just like, and he just plays with us just to fool around in the he's game. He's playing like, for fun, like totally for fun, not not. And, and when he's not having and fun, we, we could say that we're we're trying. <laughs> we are trying. Our di- I'm like actually like sweating, <laughs> like dripping like onto the, the vein, table, and he's like, oh my god. Like, and then he's probably just there with like playing with fiddling. his toes or yeah. something and then he's, he's getting like, like a triple kill and <laughs> like it's just it's just insane like the amount the amount of like the skill gap skill like it, you can like the it, actually one of the very first moments i was like actually holy shit this game's amazing it was when connor was like let's go to worlds it was in toronto when we were up there no it was north american lcs finals oh yes yes yeah, yes yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 thanks um, and, and just watching that, it just like really gives you like the, the I remember feels, that like the goosebumps through. But through you've you. never been to a sporting like a hockey game or anything at that I time. I've been to a few. I've definitely been to baseball games, but, but I, we've been I, to like I, junior I to B games Buffalo and Sabres stuff. Games, okay, so you've been to a Sabres game, so I no one was in the crowd. Fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm a Sabres fan. It was, it was many years ago. They might have been good. I don't know. I think they're playing the Rangers. But too young to like truly remember like that crazy atmosphere. Yeah, and yeah, I remember because I really wanted to go. Because I was hardcore into watching competitive league. And I was like, Eric lived in Toronto and Eric played league with me. And I was like, would you be down to go watch this? And Eric's like, okay, yeah, sure. And I remember we, we got in there and we were like, it was two days, right? Yeah. We went for both days. And I remember it was just insane to see a hockey arena filled with people that play League of Legends. And it didn't smell that bad. And it didn't smell Surprising. that Surprising. And it was loud. It, it the was chants hyped. were like vibrating like like it like i tried to tell eric this is no different than coming to a packed leafs game yeah like like when someone got like first blood or whatever in the the game it was just like wild there was a tsm chance which were crazy sounds kind of scary to be honest it was it was unlike anything i had ever like experienced or expected to experience that was the big thing eric was like that was nothing he was like that is nothing like i was expecting he's like that's it's bigger than i could have even imagined because I think I remember you told Natalie, you're like, oh, I'm going to go watch uh, competitive gaming with, I think your mom also called. I feel like we had a whole debate at like the, Natalie's like family dinner table about whether esports should actually be called esports or if it should just be called like something else. Yeah. And I think Eric's mom was like, you're going to do, you're going to go play 
And Eric's like, no, we're not playing. <laughs> yeah, my, mom, my mom was play. so confused. She's like, you're going to go play? And Eric's no, like, no, mom, we're going to go. watch other people play. People that are better than us. <laughs> Way better than us. Yeah, I know. The concept is... Is this popular? Like, uh, definitely uh, goes over some people's heads, but the atmosphere was insane. And I've been to the arena for a Leafs game, and it's amazing how the atmosphere was so similar, like like how hype everyone was, people screaming. I still have the Timo bracelet that they that we caught. Yeah, I, I think I do too, yeah. But it was... They were supposed to actually have Worlds in Toronto, like part no of it. No way. But... Um, I think due to like just the travel restrictions, like it's yeah, so yeah, much yeah. traveling across if you want to do lots of North America. And I think that you need two visas because you need a visa to play in America, but then a visa to play in Canada, I think for the pros. So I think it's mm. just too much effort, but that would have been, that would have been something. Basically, if Lee comes to Toronto, like, like we're, we're going to try, try to go. go. Yeah. I remember we have a friend group that we play video games with that are also part of the campaign that Eric runs that mm-hmm. we'll talk about mm-hmm. a little later. But they, unknowing to us, because we didn't know them at the time, were also at the NA Finals in Toronto watching mm-hmm. the League of Legends, which is kind of funny. Because we ended, we ended up being, obviously, friends. that I met in, uh, well, I met our one friend, Daniel. Not the Dan that was on, but a different, no, a Daniel. different Daniel. But I met him, and then he introduced us to Ivan, who is... Kind of like our little group that we play mostly league with. Yeah, Evan's the good one. Evan's the good actually, one. Actually, sorry, Dan's also much better than both of true. us. True, very true, very true. <laughs> Just... Evan is like the the best player, and the hilarious part is he could probably be better if he put a lot more. He's uh, he's your classic league player. He rages. He gets a little And, and when you play with him every once in a while, you get the glimpse that's somebody who's even higher ranked than Evan in the game, and then it's just like... It's chaos. Mind blown. I think my favorite thing about Evan is um, if he dies, because he plays like a crazy person. Like yeah, he at is least like, in our games, anyway. Yeah, in our games, here. he'll push the limbs. And if he dies, he'll be like, game's over. <laughs> but then like, it'll be like five minutes in and he's getting like a double or triple kill. He's like, guys, we're back in it. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the mental of League of Legends in a nutshell. It's just like, yeah. game's over five minutes later. All right, guys, this is winnable. Like it's, it's a dangerous game. It's a dangerous sure game, is. Matthew. Sure is. It's a dangerous but fun. That's. So I don't know if you guys are really selling this on me or not. Yeah, like, I feel like there's no good way to sell League of Legends. Like you, at the beginning of this, you're like, yeah, it's really fun. And then you're like, just kidding. It gets really intense. <laughs> but the fan base is really cool. Just kidding. It gets really intense, Oh, though. and it's toxic as hell. Oh, and you're just like, toxic. I think it would be good. Psych. <laughs> so so one of the things that Riot, the, the maker of League of yeah, Legends, yeah. has tried to or debated on bringing out is disabling the ability to chat across teams <laughs> because of how toxic it is. Because people can talk. <laughs> I, if you're on the other team, I can just type right to you and be, call your names or... I think, you I think or it's whatever. part of the experience, yeah. though, and that's why they haven't gotten rid of it. To be fair, most online games are toxic. Yep. It's just that it's very toxic. See, in my defense, I came from a RuneScape background. So okay, this so you're is probably just familiar room. with yeah. toxicity. I, I, yeah, I played yeah. a little bit of RuneScape in my day. It's been a while. But yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I haven't played I, in years, but it was RuneScape, like the game. The furthest I, I remember mining for yeah. like, you know, just Ever. 10 hours at a time. Yeah, Got to get tink, that the copper. Tink. And then there'd be like a whole bunch of you in the same like yeah. whatever everyone's area. mining the same rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're sitting there fishing for crab on the one dock for a couple hours at a time too. I think I got to making bread and fishing, and then I stopped playing that game. It That's was still an introduction. Exactly. It was like a poor man's Diablo at the time, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's similar to WoW now because there's people that play like RuneScape Classic or Ru- like yeah, same oh thing. Gosh, yeah, there's really? like a newer. But RuneScape's on mobile now too. 
Which is smart. I mean, yeah, not surprised. Yeah, I mean, so is Diablo. Yeah, sure. it seems like, which makes loads of money. Oh my god, stupid! More money than that game deserves to ever make. It's crazy. I mean, like ugh. the gotcha <laughs> system. It's fantastic. But uh, so let's 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 go over to to D and D. Yeah, sure. We'll we'll be playing you know some RPGs later in some later episodes. So. How how did you get into Dungeons and Dragons? I assume obviously loving Lord of the Rings doesn't hurt. Loving Lord of the Rings doesn't hurt, that's for sure. Um, but there was still that initial moment where you're like, Dungeons and Dragons, like, like the stigma around yeah, it. Yeah, like what's that? I don't, I don't. I'm a isn't nerd, just, but I don't yeah. want to be that. Isn't that guy? what all I don't the want, losers do? I, I don't want any part of that. And you picture like you know like stink and yeah. whatever stink looks like. <laughs> like you just you just picture the, the you just the, don't picture yourself what are you picturing in your head right now that's that's it right yeah. you know like so to be honest i'm thinking of like that one episode of recess when you meet the pale kids oh yeah like Gondor kids. Primleon. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you not watch Gondor Primleon, uh, jt Gondor uh, I, I they said everyone's name backwards yep i didn't watch enough of recess for that. it was a random one-off so you would be tam and i'd be rana yeah what would Eric be backwards? How did you know that so fast? Wait a second. Oh, Cy- and uh, early something. elementary school, I remember uh, we all said names backwards. Mm. And uh, I can't remember if there was a Matt, but there was Jan, who was Naj. <laughs> and, I, and I was Rana. But anyways, yeah, there was a stigma against D&D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so nowadays, it's more socially acceptable, but def- go on. Definitely. So I remember one of my friends um, was playing D&D at work with you know another one of my friends and then some people I hadn't really some socially met yeah. yet um and this one friend that was playing it i was just like really you're playing D D? that doesn't sound like doesn't you seem or... like yours your thing like i i'm kind of shocked and then you know the other friend was like hey why don't Give you just try. just sit in you don't even have to play just sit oh in. just watch yeah yeah yeah. bring your lunch because that's what we used to play at work was we'd bring our, our lunches into the uh conference room and, and we'd sit around the table eat lunch and play um, so I brought my lunch one day and played, and I was just like, holy shit, this is what D&D is? This is fucking amazing. <laughs> this looks fantastic. I feel lied blown. to. Yeah. And uh, I remember distinctly what was happening in, in that moment. They were um, going through some, some like, crypt or something and, and fighting someone dead, and then, like, the, um, I don't know, lord of the area, like, went into the crypt or something like that, and... And he was like, what are you guys doing down here? This is like, cause he was actually the bad guy and this was his, I yep. don't know, necromantic little area or some shit like that. And he was like, what are you doing down here? And then the, the one guy was like, oh yeah, well, we're the crypt inspectors and we have something to talk to you about. And it was just so funny. Just like, you came up with that on the spot? Like, is this, is this what you do? You just make shit up? This is awesome. <laughs> that is what D&D, D&D is. Yeah, it's D&D, right? And then the DM was just like, uh, roll a persuasion check or something like that. And he rolled and then like, it was just chaos. And I was just like, I like this controlled chaos. I would like to make a character, so I made a um, <laughs> a crypt inspector. Yeah, no, <laughs> I made a a, a wild magic sorcerer, which is just basically uh, every time you cast a spell, there's like this table you have to roll on to see what random effect happens, and they can get go like wild. Oh my god! Uh, and we actually. I, I, Asked the DM, like, can we make this even more wild? And we found, like, this table online with, like, a thousand different possibilities. What the heck did you have to roll? Uh, a D100. Well, for the thousand table, I think you rolled twice. Oh, my God. And, um, like, there's just some things. It's like, all right, well, 
you just watch as your character. So it's like the deck of many things. Every time I talk, yeah, every time I talk, like bubbles would come out of my mouth. Or, or one time after I cast a spell, I just started floating high in the sky. And they're like, yeah, he's just floating up in the air. You get Hurry it. up, glasso him. He's <laughs> your yeah. balloon yeah, now. Basically, right? So um, yeah, look up uh, the wild wild magic table one day. It's in the That's actually right in the player's handbook, the original one of the original subclasses of oh my uh, gosh. Sorcerer. Fun. All right. So <laughs> DMing, how'd you get into taking over the game? Okay. Um, that's a good question. I, I think one time we were like, hey, let's, uh, let's break things up and do a one shot, kind of like how we might want to do in, in our campaign, just to kind of keep things fresh and, and get someone else a chance at the table. And um, yeah, I, I ran, a, I volunteered and I ran um, part of a one shot and it, it, it it didn't go very well, honestly. Like we, we only got together for maybe two sessions and then like kind of just fell apart and then we resumed back to the regular things. And so I was like, okay. And then there was another opportunity that came up and I was like, you guys want to do a one shot? Like, let's go. And then that time, instead of using like a, a source book or anything, I just totally made it all up. And I'm like, how, how, what do I want to happen? And so for that one was really interesting. I made like this kind of, um, like, more of like a horror themed one. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. I, I kind of like this. I, I I went through the idea with some spoilers in case I ever want to run it again for someone. Yeah. But it was like the <laughs> the group all got together in a in a tavern. They're celebrating someone's birthday. Always in a tavern. It's There's always a tavern. It's always. It's just classic. They're celebrating someone's birthday, and then they went to bed that night, and then they all had the same nightmare. And this oh. nightmare was in this darkened forest where you could only see like the fringe outlines. And as you travel through the forest. Um, you encountered all these crazy beings. And um, the only way to get out of the nightmare was for all of the players to die. Oh, wow. That's once, different. Once they all died, they woke up. And when they woke up, they had to, they woke up in an, in an abandoned village that, okay. yeah, the, the tavern wasn't, was really like, it was all in their minds, right? Like the tavern was there, but the rest of the village was just abandoned. And what they didn't see before was this giant tower of this guy who was running this town and basically kind of like Wanda, the WandaVision. Yeah, okay. So like their magic was like creating the atmosphere of what is the... Yeah, so all the all the people were like kind of fake constructs that they were interacting with for the birthday celebration and then... Wild you know, part is this is before WandaVision. It is, it is actually. So you watched it and you were like, they ripped me off. <laughs> kind of did a one shot almost like this. And oh then they had to go gosh. up to the tower and kill the bad guy and that, that was pretty much the end of the episode. Uh, or the end of the Jesus Christ and the end of the <laughs> one shot. Um, and that was, that was great. We had a ton of fun and, and that's kind of, I was just like, you know what? It's fun to come up with it. Yeah. It is kind of, I, I understand and I really like, and, and even for our, our campaign that I'm running now, um, I, I do use a lot of inspiration and, and we're all just full of recycled ideas. I think is, is kind of how it works. I feel like we have many anime inspired. Oh yeah. We have yeah. some edgy. <laughs> we have, Sorry. We have some very, um, edgy characters i think we had we talked about it on the podcast with tim but yeah. i talked about how the one character definitely looked like he was you know gonna hit the you know, no longer gonna be with us and that happened and then he so yeah. he had to come up with a new character and i remember eric message and he's like i think we're reaching the edgy limit here <laughs> he's like i need to try and uh, convince him maybe to be less like the characters we already have yeah yeah i mean we follow uh, like the classic, you know, we got a couple people that are like, don't have their families anymore or their families were like massacred. Yeah, I, I really do want all of the players to feel like they're bringing 
some idea to the table that they are going to enjoy and, and have fun with. Like I, we always kind of say, and it's cliche that I picked up from my, my previous DM that I've played with a lot as a player is like, we're all writing the story. You guys might not feel like you're writing the story as much as you are, but trust me, like, <laughs> I am stealing your ideas and I'm putting them into the world after you've said them. Trust Literally, me. Literally, that happened to me even with the one, like the session one that I did with the Power Ranger RPG. We're in a hallway in the school and one of the players just under the breath, they're like, and then we saw a dead body. But no one else heard it. And I was like, then you guys turned left. And then I just made sure there was a dead body there. But then it was awkward for me because that changed the entirety of the rest of the session, essentially. Because then they were like wondering about the dead body. They were wondering about the dead yeah. body. Then I had to create who the dead body was. Why was he important? Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. they tried to like help him because he wasn't quite dead. And then they all failed at rolling. It's awesome. And then the one player was like, can I stay back and say a prayer? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he's like, just kidding. Can I actually look at the body and like steal Inspect things off of him? Yeah. And I was like, there's never a body that isn't untouched in a role playing game. Well, in like an example of our game is we have a, this town city where Connor's character was the uh, crown prince and, and then his family had been uh, massacred and then um, he had left the, the town and he's doing his great return or whatever. Um, that part of that backstory, the original design I had in my mind for that town didn't have a monarchy in it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, hold on a second. Like, let's... let's this, that is this true. I remember... Good. Yeah, this originally works. when Eric and I talked, we were talking about maybe having my character be from... A different continent like a different area altogether that just i ended up you know wandering into the area and then eric's like he messaged me like a couple days later and was like actually he's like you're from this city and then i was like okay yeah so then like i'm just kind of rolling with the ideas and, and kind of thinking like well well why why was his family murdered like and, and what what does that impact in my basically i, I start out and i'm like here's here's like the main motivation and motivator and story driver of, yeah, of this bones. whole bare bones of the whole world. Obviously, actually, I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this, but how I built the map of the original world, which was many years before we actually started playing, is I took <laughs> Fun a fact. I, I took I took a lid right uh -huh. um, of a like box basically, and I took a bunch of different dice, different sized dice, and I rolled them down. And where they landed, I just kind of drew where they were, oh, and okay. the size, the number on the dice, and the type of dice. So like D4s were mountains. And um, then, like, the number on it was, like, how many mountains? And then, like... Okay, this is a cool idea of yeah, creating a map. D20s were, like, big cities, and then... Right, the higher the, big, the, higher the number, the okay. bigger the city was. And so that's kind of how the geography structured. And I was like, I'm just going to draw a line here and a line here. Some swiggles and create some, yeah. And then, so, and then, yeah, kind of went from there for, like, the city design. But, um, yeah, geez, I don't even remember where I was going <laughs> with that. But um, that's so cool, though, to hear, like, the process of going into like DMing and stuff, right? Because I feel like when you talk a lot about DMing, it's, yeah, it's terrifying. I've, it is very scary. My biggest problem in terms of like the unknown and, and what I don't know is I, I don't have a ton of history in terms of like existing D&D &D lore. Pantheon lore. Yeah, like pantheons and stuff. I know like there's that. people that know tons of oh, lore. Man. Like obviously I, I Eric, know. you're a Critical Role fan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Eric's also forced his friends to watch Critical Role, which are all now, all, I think, Almost all successful. All of us have watched it and liked it now. I, I think I watched point. the first episode with you like three four. or four times. Yeah. But now I, I love you it. You fell asleep on the couch once. Yep, that doesn't surprise me. It's like Lord Not of the Rings. Surprised. You're up. Actually, you haven't. I, I think haven't. we've watched clips. We've watched clips. Actually, I think I I've watched a lot of. <laughs> I think you've watched a lot of the ad reads. Yes, yes. The ad read. They, they the do something really reads. special with that, right? To make <laughs> <laughs> we just watch like the YouTube compilations of Sam's ad reads. 
But um, I've seen bits and clips, but I know about like lore inside of though, because I read a lot of like Ari Salvatore, right? So I know a lot of the legend of Drizzt right. and everything, Drizzt, right? Yeah. But um, for is it scary? Like no, so like you obviously introduced me to Critical Role and some of our mm-hmm. friends that are part of this campaign. Yeah. So is it not scary? Like, do you ever think like? Because obviously Matt Mercer effect, yeah. right? And Matt, I know that I've seen plenty of interviews with Matt Mercer where he talks about, look, everyone's game's different. Mm-hmm. Respect your DM. And as a DM, it's just like, are your players having fun? Yeah, Is and, having and that's, fun? That's, that's pretty much it, really. I mean, um, there's definitely moments where I'm like, man, I, I really didn't prepare for this session enough. And like, ah, I, I, after the session, I'm like, eh. I don't know how well that went because like I kind of anticipated maybe we would, we would do a, a different thing or, a or different we would direction have gone or, somewhere or even if we did what I thought we were going to do that session, it just didn't really play out how I thought it would in my head. Like you can maybe, never really predict what the players are going to do. Maybe people fixated on like something that was nothing that, that one camp out that we're doing on the trail and like that rest. And they're like really, um, really thinking something's going to happen and I'm like trying to just like bypass it till I get to the cool thing that I had planned or whatever. Um, and then, I don't know, there's a lot of, definitely a and lot there's of There's rule stuff doubt. too, right? Like, rule I feel stuff's like difficult. Matt Mercer, like, it feels like he knows everything. About definitely it. And then he admits so there's much. stuff he misses because obviously there's people that pick out everything. But even they're like, oh, you did this wrong. And it's like, Matt's like, but it's my game. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what it comes down to. Like, I, I kind of... I definitely have the advantage of having like the computer handy and being able yeah. to Google like. We should mention that our game is online. Virtual, yeah. yeah, we we have friends that are. It would be way too hard for us to like come together once a week. We have people that are hours away. But yeah. It. I like. I personally think that online is with the tools at your dis- at people's disposal now. Like Eric, had, we've tried different tools for yeah, even maps, maps to like do um, fighting uh, yeah. for our. I think it's a bit definitely beneficial for D&D for how long and how much lore and stuff's been going on. I think for the newer ones, it doesn't really matter too much. And I know I keep going back to my Power Ranger well, one, that's but that's obviously experience. the experience. Yeah. But we did it all in person. Like okay. we, we rented out a room at like a like a board game oh, cafe yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So we did like nice. kind of one like that. And it was like pretty simple. Like I had the handbook on me, but everyone had their character sheets. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty simple that way. Like there's not too much lore Well, and that's involved, the thing that right? Eric has, God knows, he probably has like, 18 screens all set up he's like okay this is all the character <laughs> sheets and this is it, it, it's always just a quest of finding the best way to understand what my brain is trying to spit out relaying that to you guys and then like capturing anything i'm making up because like m- one of my biggest fears too is like i'm making something up on the spot and then i have to also keep track of what i remember made up it yeah so that way i can make it fact because it's not fact until we encounter it right so yeah, like true. i have some leeway with some things but then when like oh i want to revisit this town and go to this place and it's like okay what was the name of the uh innkeeper for this place then right yeah and, that, and but the other thing is everyone's keeping notes on a lot of it so even you know we all help each other out if eric forgets then someone has it in their notes usually to be like oh it was yeah. this inn that we went to yeah, and no, it's worth mentioning we have this is only my second campaign, I guess, third third or fourth time playing D&D, but it's the second full campaign I've played. And we have two people I've never played. And it feels like, mm-hmm. I think Eric's done a good job where everyone seems to be having fun, including moments, or I guess we have three players now that are brand new to D&D because we had someone yep. come yep. mid-campaign. But um, I think we've handled things pretty well. There's been surprises. 
I know Eric, we've had situations where <laughs> Eric's had certain encounters planned and then we totally don't do them. Or then Eric just is like, okay, I guess this is a, this encounter is happening now. Yeah. Well, the, the whole encounter with the, um, with the hag, um, I, I think I actually stopped that session. I, I can't remember if I stopped it early or was like, all right, we're done now because I had, I, you I didn't prepare had, her. Yet. I didn't have her prepared or like I, I had her, the concept uh, of her concept of her and who she was as a person and her, her backstory actually originally. So, so a little behind the screen, I guess, as you say, the original time you guys encountered her was actually because they were like, they were looking for some random ass, like, um, materials to build some random ass potion and i'm like <laughs> googling everything they're like because potion making is really kind of just like not really like a thing there's no like real crafting system like there's it's a like, lot of, like home, it's all home like homebrew stuff yeah. yeah so they're like oh we're looking for like hearts bane and like okay well first they're like asking me like what the hell is in this uh in this potion and i'm like i don't know uh, heart. like i'm just he's looking at random Googling. materials like, yeah, yeah, like, I have Newton. <laughs> yeah exactly right so and then um they go like oh well can we go somewhere to find that and i'm like well this is from pretty random shit so they talk to like the one general store person that they they do know and he's like oh yeah you should probably check out uh this uh, old lady shop and i'm like okay now who's this old lady i'm like oh she's definitely a hag right and yeah. then um, the one character's backstory was that like demons kind of like came and I'm like, well, yeah, this hag definitely spawned demons in this guy's city, right? Like this is totally a thing. So then it's we just didn't like, catch on to that. she didn't really <laughs> exist until well, that did. moment. And then her story just rapidly developed into this character that became, had an impact on another character, yep. like was important. His backstory and fulfilling on her, uh, on him too, because he was the one that ended up finishing her and he also died to her. So it was kind of this. It's kind of um, wrapped up. Poetic ending. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. He got a, a. He avenged his people, but he had to die at the cost of his own life. That fight was was like two whole sessions almost, and mm -hmm. I remember talking to him in between sessions because he was playing like perfect for his character. His character had this so much. It's rage. worth noting he's a new player to D and D. New player, and he was playing with so much rage and unlogical decisions that you would expect someone who's leading the person who killed their entire village, his parents, his friends, his family. And he's playing unlike a bard. Yeah, he's not playing. He's playing full melee. Yeah. I want to like claw this bitch's eyes out with my fingernails, right? Like that's how he was playing. And I'm like, this is so raw and emotional. And actually in between sessions, I had a whole chat with some people at, uh, at work because I they were inspired. With, yeah. And I was just like, well, what do we do? And then so someone floated me the idea of like, even if he dies because he's playing like that. Why don't we kind of come up with a solution where he can kind of still finish the fight so he'll like kind of rise up without a soul and he can kind of fulfill his destiny like this is this is whole moment is about him. Yeah, so so I talked to him I'm like I don't know what's going to happen. It all depends on the dice. Like that's where we land, right? Um if you do happen to die, first of all, are you okay with that? Like are, are you uh, understand the, the, are real, you prepared? the real possibility yeah. that your character could end up you need a new character. Like maybe just start working on one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Thankfully, he got super hyped for his new character. He did get super hyped for his new character. And then I was like, and if you do die, what about the idea that you kind of come back as like a soulless being with just this one one goal, one mission in mind is just to end this this hag's life. Like, this is, this ends now, right? And, and so that's kind of how it went down. He ended up, he went down and up, down and up, down and up like three or four times. And then I'm thinking like, okay, well, what the hell the hag would do? She haunted this guy's whole village and like he's escaped. Like she's just going to just go right after him every single time. And she's like, why won't you stay dead? And actually, I think I got 
a critical on him or it was a critical when I hit him when he was down and then it just exceeded his whole health pool by double and then I was like that. Yeah, he was and he was the best friend of one of the other members of the campaign. But yeah, it reminds me of others. Uh, we had a situation where even like characters like uh, we were working towards the castle and I thought because this this happened in the arc that was based on my character. I was like, oh, we're definitely getting to the castle this time because like there was in my head, there was nothing else left where we kind of figured out where we needed to go. And we're like, OK, we're going to go to the castle. And then one of the other characters is like, let's just like go into the guards, uh, guardhouse and like oh, scratch it up. And I was like, we're what? <laughs> is there anything you guys want to do before you go there? Yeah, let's just, uh, <laughs> then, then we had a whole like fight with the guards and we fought some chair thing. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. So it's so actually the, the behind the scenes of that one. I think I mentioned this. I was like, I really want to mimic a chair mimic in, in one of these areas because I think they're hilarious. And um, I was I had it planned out because I thought they were going to the damn castle, right? So I had it planned out. I'm like, okay, there's going to be a mimic in the castle. And then they're like, no, we want to go search this guy's room. And I guess that makes sense. And I'm like, had to make up like stuff that's in this guy's room on the side while I'm doing this. And I'm like, there's going to be a damn mimic in this room. I know it. And um, yeah, so I'm like, I got my mimic in there anyway. <laughs> not where it was matter. originally gonna be but not it was, where in it was supposed to be but now it's back he had a mimic chair but that just goes like even like as the player it's like i hadn't you can't you can never know what other players want or go are going to do and that's as you just roll with it yeah, <laughs> literally yeah. literally you roll with it yeah i fully expect next session they're uh at, basically at the doorsteps of a, a dragon slayer just gonna like what toboggan down the hill or something after. Yeah, i don't know what's <laughs> gonna happen <laughs> a little I'm just going to say I'm happy that I have two characters. <laughs> You're happy that we've uh, gotten this far. We, we and say our prayers day, before we go in. You at know. the end of the day, one of my characters will be alive. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, for our campaign, uh, after the one character death, he was actually the best friend of my one character. And he's gone on a self reflection yeah. journey yeah. kind self of self reflection journey. He needs time. It's his city, and he wants to. He, the way the way I based my character on was like he was a little bit he was still very much immature and not like um he never wanted to be in charge period of the of I mean it sounds super generic kind of when you think of it like oh I was born a prince and but I don't want that and then his parents and his family's dead and he's the only remaining member and after seeing his city in such chaos and broken down he kind of stepped up to the plate in a way where he has found people that he respects and think will help him bring the city back to what he remembers. And he also lost his best friend. So he's kind of going on a journey to figure out about the hag, about what he can do and about some of the stuff going, he's a warlock. So okay. those spoiling things, he has his own issues that he wants to figure out. So I created a new character. So Eric had to figure out ways to bring characters. two characters in at the same time. And I honestly think that was probably the worst session. <laughs> like, it was that chaos I, it was less like so i had no real idea how the one character wanted to kind of be into, like i i understand like how we, we were going to introduce him but i didn't really play through it in my head and realize that like hey this might be a little bit difficult to to kind of accomplish and then he didn't know that we're also i'm also bringing in a new yeah i was the only one who knew there was going to be a new character new, for another mine. new yeah. character so everyone obviously knew our one player dan was going to have a new character yeah everyone was I should say everyone's expecting him, but they don't know how he's, how he's going to come in. And Dan also 
was he joined in on our sessions to just you know he really he's loving it he absolutely, he absolutely loves D D. so he's he's all for just listening and you know listening in on the session and i remember i was outside the session and i prepared a letter written by my character that i pre-recorded for eric yeah, to play yeah, for yeah. everyone and i just remember eric talking to me as dan's creating his character and saying what he wants to do and how he wants to introduce him and eric's telling me he's like he's like this is i have he's like no one knows that your character's gone so how am i gonna <laughs> work in well yeah i think that dan initially wanted to have that connection with your character that was leaving that was going to be his whole oh, no. reason for joining he was going to be like yeah like I'm going to learn about this floss prince and I feel like maybe that's like I should be like sent to like take care of this guy or whatever like I should Which be, could have been cool. Could also have been cool, yeah. Um and then I was like, yeah, well, that's cool too, but maybe <laughs> maybe we should do this instead. Maybe. Eric had to like, try something. He had to try and push him away from it. Yeah, yeah. So, which is hilarious cuz Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It, it worked out well. For it's been sure. A lot of fun. Uh I've gone through like three different ways of like trying to like capture ideas and take notes in my head and like so i, I used to write things down on like effectively paper and pen uh, it was like a digital tablet but uh i found like i had like no searchability and organization on me so i oh, like, like no control had, can't control f through it i was yeah i was doing it by session oh too. Yeah, like yeah. i was like session 13 session 14 and i was just like i've been using I don't the, know the whatever the microsoft notes like no i can't remember what it's called whatever the office WordPad. I don't even know what it's called. Microsoft Word? No, there's a... Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Uh, it's uh, it's an Office app, but it's Notes. Oh, Is it the purple uh, one? Yeah, the purple one. Yeah, yeah, the purple <laughs> one. Yeah, okay. The purple, the purple one. one. The other, other, other and one. And then I had yeah, that set up as like... Camp it's like, yeah, it's exactly. like It's like campaign, then sessions. But I'm pretty sure when you control F through a campaign, like the campaign tag, it looks through there's all the sessions. so many good tools out there. I ended up switching over to something called Fandom Archive, which is supposed to be made for D&D. And I honestly might switch to another one. I really like the idea in my head. So does uh, it have it set up better for, I mean, creating characters, like NPCs that you've made and stuff, yeah, I assume? Yeah, they basically have templates set up for, like, locations, okay. for people's names, for places. So I really like the idea, though, of having, like, a, a, a wiki, like a... I'm really nerdy and it comes to like servers and hosting and all that crap. And data. So, and, and data. So I would really like to have like a, a wiki that's... Um, based on our campaign? Based on our campaign, you guys could log on to it and see things that you've discovered. So I, I really envision this as something that has like public mm -hmm. version of, of And the then like your stuff, yeah. Of the wikis. And then anytime you're like, hey, I, I found this book and we do the roles or whatever required, and you're like, okay, you read it and you understand it. I could like expose like chapters of that book which is happening a lot more in the campaign by the way yeah because he's a very book nerd now guy i'm a, book, so he's I'm like, a very I book like nerd look character for books and i'm like oh fuck me <laughs> i'd like to find a book on this and i'd like to read it and eric's like thank god i'm gonna make him pass like this many things yeah, so i can try the best way to do it that's how you save he's like <laughs> save yourself you're like all right you gotta roll above a 16 until i hit three of three and then he goes i'll get back to you on what's yeah. in there <laughs> so so my it, it's a it's a multi-step process right so he's like i'm looking for books on I'm like well what are you trying to learn about oh i want to learn about uh the history of this uh group of people as, as a as a race as a race or something like that i'm like all right cool roll he rolls and i'm like okay it's a pretty good roll um <laughs> all right so you find the book of races you find a book that's titled and i'm like thinking really fast in my head or trying to and i'm like oh, it's titled uh Political po political groups and their influences on power. Yeah, that's what it's titled. 
Um, and then I write it down. Totally existed there the whole time. It was in that library the whole time. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, the, the library itself existed the whole time. Totally. And Made so, sense. We so were then, in a castle. Yeah, at that point. And, and then it's just like, okay, scrambling. Like, write that down for later. Um, and then he ends up spending some, some amount of days reading it or whatever. And what was the name of that book again? I need to understand so that way I can. Yeah, what was the book? Why did you get the book? Who are yeah, you trying exactly to figure out? Exactly at what moment did you acquire this book? What's the title? What was the role you had when you found it? And, and then Eric's just like, hopefully he doesn't even know why he wants it. Yeah. Well, it was literally like uh, when we were doing the party for the Power Rangers. Like, I didn't I didn't think they were going to go into any of the classrooms because of the way I wrote. I was like, yeah, you guys know, focus on here, right? And they're like, yeah, but can we explore this one classroom? And I was like, yeah, sure. And they're like, what kind of classroom is it? And I was like, uh, drama English classroom there's of course yeah there's a chalkboard there's some rulers and they're like but what else i was like some cloaks make the a, drama make a, class make a perception check yeah what do you see but then see but up to then they're all doing terrible roles and i was like hey you know what it's fine right fine, it's fine. as okay. soon as they started getting good roles tim's character he ends up he's like well is there any like shakespeare books i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like he's looking up he's like okay so hamlet's large can i find copies of hamlet and i was like sure yeah and i'm like okay there's like classroom it's probably destroyed nice. i'm like okay whatever right and then he collects it in my head i was like why does he want these hamlet books fast forward to like a half an hour later he's like in my backpack i have still those hamlet books right and i was like yeah he goes can i throw them at the people we're fighting and i was like yeah i mean they're the thickest shakespeare book you know yeah okay. i'll allow right, it sure. you know your specialty in like ranged weapons it kind of works right. you know one of those yeah like everyone was like can we find weapons in here it's trauma class and i was like no there's no prop swords or anything they're like okay it's a school there's what no about meter sticks <laughs> oh my god meter i was sticks. like meter sticks and he's like yeah yeah <laughs> kids don't know what those are anymore but the kid has like he, the kid has like a pocket knife on him sticks yeah <laughs> no they all use smart boards it's true actually yeah or it was very common i don't even know if they're like called I, those anymore yeah they were like installing smart boards when we were like leaving high school and prob- there was probably only a, one of them in grade 12 when i was there it's even. probably a new brand of that's taken over. I, I remember my work was actually looking into potentially getting one. It's like a completely see-through one that you could also write a marker oh, with, wow. but then you could erase the marker, but then also is a smart screen. That's insane. Anyways, this has been one of the longer episodes. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I thought we'd fit. to happen. I, I, I <laughs> Eric's a rambler. D&D, do, what do you expect? I do, I do ramble. Eric rambles and misses turns when driving. He's yeah. Oh man, if, if we should do like a, a car version of the podcast where I'm trying to drive at the same time, and we time. see how we'll just... long it takes to get to the destination. It's 15 minutes away. We'll see how long it takes. Yeah, That's we, impressive. Because I know like you're also not podcast. too good with directions. No, he's Eric's good with directions. It's just he gets distracted because he'll say if Eric's talking My about brain does one thing. Say he's talking really about critical well role. Uh-huh. Say yeah. we're talking about critical role, then Eric's super into like talking about like whatever happened. He'll miss like a turn or miss a couple oh, exits on the highway. Me, I'm just horrible with directions. It's true. That's why if we're in the car, that I have to be in the passenger seat because I'm well, like I'm well versed. Yeah. It's enough. either that or I have it on my phone. Yeah, where I'm like, you have to turn left here, turn right here, go straight here. I mean, go how straight. many times did we try to go to like the mall and I would like take the? Oh uh, yeah, school, we went right? to the one mall that was like 20 minutes away, and uh, <laughs> this is pre. Well, we're dating ourselves here. But this is pre like data gps like just being oh like oh God. this is yeah. how we get i remember we had to call like my parents and we're, i was like there was no so gps i was I like mean, unless you had a garmin or something i was like we're here yeah. i was like we're here if you were theoretically to like go home how would you do that and we have we have so many good stories. And i think my dad was like he's like said something like this is why you need to pay attention when like we're driving places or something like super. i'm surprised they let me take you somewhere like, no, like the one true. time like we went to the movies or like that air kid no way yeah 
Never, no sleepovers. Good times, yeah, definitely no sleep. You weren't even allowed to like come over to my house for a period of time. I'm pretty sure. Had to know you weren't a total sketch bag. Yeah, you're just a somewhat sketch bag. And your mom remembered that my mom and her went to high school oh, okay. the same year. Yeah. Classic, you know. Classic. Like, I remember you from high school. We're good friends again. Oh yeah, you guys can go well, hang they out. Were they were never friends. I don't, I don't think they were, they were definitely friends. different like different did they pretend groups. to be friends all those years later no i think it's just funny because my mom finally so. recognized who she was and she was like oh and then it was fine anyways we got off topic again yep. classic anyways so there's two two questions here um one of them we kind of covered a bit but we'll go through it quickly hopefully yeah maybe. so this one they wanted to direct to tim but we can ask tim later and see well, what yeah, kind, oh, and, yeah. and kind of compare it to eric but we can ask it now since we covered it a bit and it is um uh well it's from leah leah oh yeah yeah leah okay we're asking that question yeah yeah, yeah. so um the question is uh well, this was originally for tim but also you have some experience in this and it's where does uh you where do you start when creating your own world to play in do you go town by town do you start with government structure or do you go big and go for like a pantheon town and kind of work your way Wow, yeah. Um, so obviously you yeah. mentioned you threw the dice around. That's I, how you created your I, map. Honestly, that's, that's how I created the map. I threw the dice around. So how did um, you pick the capital? Or So then uh, from there, well, the capital for, for my mind was I, I then took like the way our world worked out was I took the two kind of the biggest cities and I'm like, these two seem like they would be capital worthy, right? And mm -hmm. I'm like, maybe there's like some sort of um, border separating line here. Um if that's the case, then, then they're kind of, maybe you're the capital of the northern half and you're the capital of the southern half, right? And then, like, well, how would politics kind of weigh into this? Like, what's the general, like, feel of, of this this continent? And I kind of, like, started with the continent mm -hmm. first because I, I feel like that's, like, a little bit more bite-sized. When you start getting into, like, huge worlds. worlds as yeah. A, as a hell, uh, as a Plus, what are the odds they're going to be bouncing continents very right, well? Right, right. So, like, I'll, I'll approach that scenario when you guys get to the edge or something. Like, right, <laughs> now I know, I'm, look over, I know what, what I'm doing see? next session. Yeah, I'm going to be like, we want to travel across the world. Yeah, we just want to go left and we want to just Never keep stop. going. Just, just until... Yeah, and that's when Eric just kills us off. He's just like, oh, and then a, then a oh, fully adult red dragon <laughs> just swooped down and killed you all. Basically. Um, yeah, so, so the, the dice trick's cool. It kind of gets your mind going on, like, the, the layout. And then, like, okay, well, how are these cities connected? Like, are there any, um, what kind of relationships do they have with other cities? Like, maybe these, because... Was there conflicts? Was there not yeah, a conflict? was there conflicts? Yeah. Like, okay, I got these smaller cities surrounding a bigger city. Well, they're kind of probably just, um, rely a lot on that bigger city as, as their source. So, and, and generally, there's probably war in, in history and war in D and D's which Eric did add popular right so I was like okay if there was a war that happened here like how would that have looked oh well the two biggest cities probably would have you know went at it the smaller cities would have rallied behind them and then I kind of just kind of rolled off of that idea and just kind of let the ideas flood through my head you know you just write them all out and write them down right in the it. for our world the consequence for the big war originally was the loss of magic yeah yeah arcane. so so I don't even know where that idea kind of came into my head when I was building world but i was just kind of thinking like kind of like world war ii ask like there's this everybody's got magic so it's like basically like everyone's every, got guns everyone's loaded with guns eventually the tension's just gonna break and, and everybody's gonna there's start a nuclear firing at event. each other right and then so eventually the one city the biggest city um they got together and they ended the war by dropping a big bomb on the other thing so then i'm thinking like okay well how can there be a big bomb right so oh well maybe they have like this hierarchy of like really expert mages and i just picked a number i'm like oh there's nine of them and i'm 
like, well, it's a cool name for nine mages. Oh, they were the circle of nine. And I'm cool like, well, how, how would that work? And then, so I, I remember watching lots of videos in, on D&D and like people were talking about like, oh, if there was 10th level spells and like crap like that, like what would be a 10th level spell? Um, so then I was just kind of thinking like, well, a big nuke would be like a really high level spell. So it would take multiple of them. Maybe they had to sacrifice their life in order to do that. And that's kind of where I went along with it. And then um, I was just kind of thinking like, oh, well, maybe the god of magic was upset. I'm like, is there a god of magic? Who's the god of magic? <laughs> oh, Mistra. Okay, so how does that work again? Well, okay, there's this thing called a weave. And I'm like, okay, but yeah, that sounds good. Maybe she was really upset that they abused their power and she took it away from everybody else. I'm like, that sounds great. Yep, and now we're at a part where the spark of magic has returned and then not like, so long ago. Why? Now, why is there magic again? So, like, why why can these players cast magic? And then so it kind of... That's why there's only one big school of magic that we know of right now. In, in, in the main, you know, Damn. country. All it right. Just, I mean, yeah. So basically, it just works out to be like, you know, you just kind of put what you want. And obviously, you also adapted based on characters, where they're from or where they might be from. and Yeah, a, a lot of the, the story building comes from um, the, the players themselves. They're like, oh, I want to be from, like, a small city. And so it's like, okay, well, what's a small city that, that makes sense in relation to where other players are in the campaign? Like, okay, how about this city? And then... Like, that's how... So you um, don't need it flushed out, though, right? Like, that's no, the thing no, that makes no, it I useful. Flush, I haven't flushed out all the cities in the world. Like, and that's why, close. is a DM, I go. think, a good <laughs> a good tool is travel time. Yeah, yeah, travel time between sessions. I, I do like to... I, I don't know if you've noticed, but I, I like to kind of end a session where if you're traveling and you're about to go to a new place... It's that's like, usually where we end. You kind of crest the hill and you look upon this city and that's where we'll call it and that's where we'll stop it because i have to prepare that city <laughs> and then it, exactly session, so, they, right? it, so i think that relieves a lot of pressure like you don't need to have every city and every city yeah, it was hard enough every to name. little aspect yeah it was hard enough to name them all and then like i kind of came up with with general ideas in terms of like do they have a monarchy or like an elective government who's in charge we'll figure that out later See if you come the, across them. what's the diversity well it depends where the players are and what races they are easy enough yeah so more or less it's like oh you're a dwarf well then i guess you have a dwarf town and that's how the the one town that they're at right now they're visiting the guy's hometown and he's a dwarf and i'm like ah, this is a dwarf mining town and it's in the mountains so that makes, makes sense, sense. To yeah me, easy right? peasy what's what's a dwarf mining town look like i bet you it probably looks really tiny on the outside and you go in the mountain and it probably looks very big indeed and i'm like let's roll with that so okay um yeah reddit is full of tons of I, like my whole reddit history is just saved you have a work slack too where you throw in yeah work slack too yeah but i just definitely have a lot of save bookmarks in in reddit um of there you just go. reddit is a helpful tool anytime i see an idea in like the dnd subreddits i'm like save that for later beautiful the players will never know that i'm pulling out something that was popular on reddit three years ago i'm telling you they'll not know <laughs> all right so we'll save the there's another dnd question but i think it'll be good to ask with uh with tim present and we cool. can kind of compare i mean for every all of us what um yeah. kind of Kind of how everyone feels, because it's more about D&D as a whole, how what you like and stuff. So we'll go over that with Tim and, and Eric. But uh, this has been one of our longest episodes, but it was, it was good. It, super, flew, it flew by, flew honestly. By. Yeah. Oh, uh, thanks for having me. No, we were yeah. glad to have you, Eric. Thing I was gonna say. Thanks for awesome. coming out. This is cool. It is cool. We'll definitely have Eric on again. You know, maybe we'll maybe Matt and I will watch Lord of the Rings extended editions, and then we can have Eric on and discuss one Lord movie of the at a time. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, uh, we'll watch the extended <laughs> we'll watch them right of the now. Fellowship of the Ring, and we can uh, all take notes. And we'll It'll be a good time. And we can talk about it, and you can tell me. There's going to be like a quiz or afterwards or something. <laughs> yeah, quiz, yeah. I got to find what, some way to keep Connor awake exactly. through them, right? At so. approximately we'll 37 minutes alarm. in, what line did Frodo say? 
no alcohol and a lot of coffee. But, or a um, mix of both. Yeah, I think that could be a good time for sure. Maybe maybe we can have a like campaign, like have some of the people from the campaign on and we can talk with Matt about it and he can kind of question how everyone feels about the That'd campaign. That'd be really neat, actually. I'd be down for that. So you guys can let us know if that sounds interesting to you guys. Other than that, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please drop a review and a rating. It helps the podcast a lot. Eric, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Anything else to add, Matt? Uh, just remember that all of our podcasts are also on YouTube now. Um, so make sure you check out the, our YouTube channel. Give it a like. Give it a comment. Subscribe. And subscribe. Stuff. Yeah, the whole shebang. And Until thanks, next guys. time. Until next time. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. Thank and you. see you next week.